welcome to episode two of The Empty Parlor. I am one of your hosts, Matt Lamb. I'm the other host, Jeff Lynch. Yes, and I'm not going to uh, uh, edit that so that th- th- there's a not as big of a space between that. We just have to, we're just going to have to work on that. <laughs> I wasn't even ready for you to start recording right away. <laughs> oh shit, my bad. <laughs> uh, we're just jumping right into it, man. No, dude, we're just fucking, we're just fucking going. Uh, yeah, no, um... Shit, yeah. Uh, I fucking ha- it's Father's Day. Let's go. <laughs> Father's Day, baby. Fuck yes. All those dads out there, happy Father's Day. I called my dad earlier. Uh, he's he was doing well. He was a. Uh, my dad likes to grow uh, plants that should not grow in Iowa. That's not like that it, are like bad. It's just like they have no business growing in Iowa. So I called him. I actually called my house, and my mom picked up, and I was like, hey, is dad around? And she's like, yeah, he's out there uh, trimming his banana tree. And I was like, oh, fucking, of course he's. Hell yeah. Yeah, he's just trimming his banana tree. Like, god damn it. That's amazing. A banana tree in Iowa, that's big, man. Bananas, I mean, they're not expensive to buy, but I'll no, power to you, man. But yeah, like, that's just his jam. Like, he loves growing dumb shit that shouldn't grow in Iowa. I love my, my dad is like, you like, you know I'm a goofy bastard. My dad is like mm-hmm. that, but like instead of being outward and like a performer, like weird, he just like he has like a passion. Like his interests are like he likes golf because he's you know a dad, but then like plants, but not just like oh I'm gonna tend a garden. Like we have an avocado tree, a lemon tree, and now a banana tree that he just fucks around with. That's amazing. I wish I had that amount of space, man. Oh yeah, no, my, my gardening is pretty dope. Honestly, it's fucking magical. Oh yeah, no, like I think it'd be really fun to get into like growing peppers. I feel like that's what I've been doing. Oh hell yeah, dude! Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah I've been gotta, tending my gotta, garden every day. Yeah, dude, you gotta fucking get that Jeff's peps going. Yeah, man, Jeff's peps coming out sometime in the future. Hell yeah! I make my own hot sauce for anybody that's listening. I ferment my own peppers and make some hot sauce out of it. It's pretty good. Yeah, dude. But I've been spending the last like couple months tending a garden. I have a few Thai chili pepper plants going, a few cayenne pepper plants going, wax chilies, uh, four habanero plants. So like three red habaneros and then one orange habanero. And then I got a ghost pepper plant and a Carolina Reaper pepper plant going, man. God damn. About that. Yeah. You yeah. yeah. You're going to fucking have all sorts of peppers. You really do got Jeff's peps all set up. Fuck yeah, dude. We have that garden set up. It's nice. Fuck yeah. <laughs> dude, so <laughs> this week we got an email from our uh, community garden manager, and apparently there was like a revenge killing in the garden, man. It was fucked up. What? There's a garden plot. Yeah, there's <laughs> some turf war shit going on in our garden. <laughs> there's a garden plot that was like full of produce, had a bunch of great stuff in there, and it was doing really well. And it's destroyed now. Oh, like no. somebody went in there and dug up, <laughs> dug up all of the plants, like beat up the lattice work and like, just, it's completely barren now. It's, and I was thinking like, that is the, that's like the perfect way to get revenge on somebody that gardens. Dude, it's that so much work, man. You got to till shit. it. <laughs> Fucking brutal, bro. It has to be done in the cover at night. Cause people are like <laughs> always there. That's insanity. <laughs> right. Like what kind of shit's going through your head when you're destroying someone's garden? That's some vindictive shit, bro. That's personal, man. That's <laughs> and they take all the produce and like either I don't know, eat it. That'd be the most. Dude, that's <laughs> like the mark of a serial bro. killer. <laughs> like, right? Like I'm gonna that fuck up your garden and eat it. 
probably fucking puts his Oreos in milk for way too goddamn long. So. Dude, full finger dunker for sure. Mm-hmm. Like I get his fucking fingers wet, bro. That's crazy. I mean, I, honestly, I think, I think there's three magical things in the world. There's probably probably more, but it's gardening, magnets. No, four. Gardening, <laughs> magnets, electricity. <laughs> gardening, magnets, electricity, and baking. Yeah, baking is really like just just. It's insane, bro. I mean, like electricity magnets, yeah, scientific principles that exist in our world. But the fact that they exist is fucking magical to me. Oh, for Nuts. sure. Electricity is crazy as shit. No, I was, I was talking to – I got a buddy who's like, like went to school for like computer shit, like is into computers, like understands computers. That's his fucking jam. And uh, he was helping me put together my PC that I'm hopefully going to be buying uh, at some point. And mm-hmm. – I literally had to tell him, I was like, talk to me like the way that you would explain this to a fucking child. Like, because by all means, like, I think the computers work by magic. And he's like, honestly, after fucking six years of school, same. Yeah. Like, unfucking believable the way that computers work. Just the fact that we get them to work on the the capacity that they do. Good God, bro. So you got a bit quiet there. I did? Yeah. I don't know if your mic got like drifted away from your face or something. I got it attached to my headphones, so I don't really know. I know that was weird. To work on. I I actually do have uh, that audio interface coming tomorrow. So oh, hell yeah. the next cast we should have high quality audio on my end. Fuck yeah! Uh, it, dude, they're been, they've been blue balling me, man. Amazon's been giving me the runaround. But that thing was supposed to come like three days ago, and then it got pushed out to July, and then all of a sudden it's coming tomorrow. Oh, that's they're fucking with my head, right? I don't know why they do that stuff. Amazon is Amazon is amazing. Is amazing, dude. Give me an accurate delivery time, bro. Dude, right? I, dude, Amazon's been real <laughs> fucking goofy lately. I haven't. I don't know. I guess with the delivery times, I don't really order that much stuff. But this has been kind of strange. Whatever. Yeah. And I know it's gonna get here at like six o'clock because that's when the dude comes around. Fuck yeah. Whatevs. Nah, I, dudes. I, I <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin and I drove by this place near where we live, and it's called the Shops at Wellington Wellington Square. It's <laughs> that's such a, an official name. <laughs> the, the main business there is a fucking Dollar Tree. Shit, yeah, dude, what a <laughs> shop! <laughs> the Shops at mm, Wellington Square. Mm, yes, the Dollar Tree. Mm. Would you like to go to the shops at mm, Wellington Square and get your back adjusted at the chiropractor and then hit the <laughs> mm, Dollar Tree? Mm. Everything is a dollar. The Dollar Tree at Wellington Square. Mmm, <laughs> Wellington. <laughs> the beef just imagine anybody Square. that's. <laughs> you can go. You can go to the local brew pub and get a mm, beef from Wellington at mm, Beef Wellington Square. Loki, though, I've always wanted to try Such an uppity name. I need to make one of those, man. I watched Jordan so Ramsey make a big Wellington. One of my good buddies uh, when I was in the Air Force, his dad apparently would make a beef Wellington every Christmas, and I wish I could be oh. in his family. They just, it looks so fucking good. Like Puff pastry wrapped around mushroom, like a mushroom like mixture topped on top of a freaking amazing little roast. Yeah, like good God, fuck dude. heavy. Like I recently, like I've always kind of fucked with mushrooms, but for some reason, like, over the course of quarantine, I've eaten mushrooms, like, just so goddamn much. It's ridiculous. 
Dude, mushrooms are underrated. Dude, like growing up, for whatever reason, they're vilified. I love yeah. mushrooms these days. I th like, I think it's because really, as a, like generally, the first, it, like at least in my like opinion, like maybe it's not everyone's cases, but generally speaking, like, the first instance a lot of people hear about mushrooms are like mushrooms on pizza, and a lot of pizza mushrooms are kind of shitty. Yeah, they're just kind of the can, man. Yeah, unless you get like a real nice pizza yeah and they're like fucking slimy and like gnarly and you're like oh this is what mushrooms are like i don't fuck with that like this is disgusting and then you grow up yeah, and you're like whoa these things are like they taste like meat but they're not what the fuck is this you discover all of the different kinds of mushrooms man oh, yeah, dude. oh bud i think uh cooking in general is just like a relation that i had in the last like five ten years like man i wish i would have been super into cooking when i was younger i didn't get into it when i was till like 17 16, 17, when I was in my culinary arts class in high school. But, dude, some people don't even cook until they're, like, 25, 26 years old. That's insane. Like, I'm not, right? not going to say I'm a chef or anything, but, like, when I, like, the first, like, I remember it started, like, literally just my mom, like, whenever I wanted a snack, was like, I'm not going to fucking heat up, like, a can of chicken noodle soup for you. You're 12 years old. Here's how you fucking do it. Do it. <laughs> and, that, and then it was like. Yeah, just yeah, like, and then that turned into, like, all right, now you can make ramen noodles, like, and now you can do this, like, all right, now fry a pan of, like, like, you know, it's not hard, like, fry a pound of hamburger, it's super fucking easy, like, and then just slowly, like, picking up super basic cooking skills that you eventually, like, adapt into, like, being like, oh, I know how to season this without measuring a fucking thing, because it's literally just, like, I know exactly, like, an eyeball amount of salt and pepper, and, like, almost any time that I cook with, uh, ground beef now like just out of like personal taste i almost always use chili powder i always throw in a little bit of cayenne a little bit of cumin like i always just basically make like and not quite taco meat because i don't throw in like that much but always just like a little mm -hmm. bit of like a tex-mex flavor to like any dish that i use ground beef in unless it's like not going to fit but like generally speaking all of those like seasonings would go in almost anything you use ground beef in except for maybe like oh yeah I don't know, like I can't even think of anything that it, like you'd throw ground beef in that those seasonings would like fuck up the dish. Probably not. I mean, there's probably some really niche recipe, but it, it's you whatever tastes. Niche recipe that uses ground beef. <laughs> <laughs> oh know? no, no, no! I mean, like niche recipe that does not use those seasonings that you mentioned. Oh yeah, no, like would it, be... that wouldn't. I mean, it's pretty. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> probably walking down a fucking yeah. road that we have no idea yeah, I mean, well, I mean, like i can't imagine there's like too many fancy dishes that are like oh no you're gonna use ground beef like okay like i mean tartar buddy that's know. not really ground a beef, good ass though, burger i guess yeah but even tartar, a burger think, like oh yeah i guess it would just be chopped yeah because tartar is just raw i mean like raw isn't that what, i don't it, know no what beef tartar is it's just raw yeah well meat? yeah yeah yeah, I believe it's just like raw meat mixed with some salt or whatever other seasonings and some olive oil, I think. Some gnarly shit, it. dude. I've eaten raw beef before. <laughs> Caitlin and I, when we were in Korea, we ordered, We well, we're using the translator app and we thought we were ordering tacos. And uh, that's not what came. Literally, oh, no. beef tartare came. <laughs> and we ate it, dude. It was good. It was pretty tasty. I mean, Korean beef tartare. I'd probably try it, to be honest. But like, I definitely would be like, they would, I would, I'd have to know. I had to trust the place that I got it from. Oh yeah, I don't. Know. We didn't even know where the fuck we were. We yeah, were, that, like, we were like half drunk. That, <laughs> that's, yeah, that was that would be another factor. If I'm fucking hungry and hammered, I'd be like, "Fuck it, if I die, I die." Yeah, 
Raw beef bucket, dude. I mean, hey, it's whatever. Dude, you see people eat that uh, fucking chicken tartare? That's so strange, man. Dude, that's... Like, you have to get really, really high-quality chicken to not have the fear of getting salmonella because so yeah. many chickens are raised in those coops that spread those diseases, man. That's, like, almost entirely Which... relying on being like, all right, like, I have to, like, know the name of this fucking chicken like, <laughs> like, like that Portlandia sketch. Have you seen that? Yeah, no, yeah, like literally exactly that. Before I'm gonna eat fucking raw chicken, like you better tell me that chicken's whole life story, or I ain't eating that shit. Where does he grow up? Where does he like to sleep at? What's <laughs> what's, what's the personality of the guy that runs? <laughs> yes. Did, what was his aspirations? Did he want to be here? <laughs> Well, like oh yes <laughs> all of our chickens are raised to believe that the, <laughs> their, their ultimate end goal is to be eaten as chicken tartare what, what was his personality <laughs> was it bombacious I'm, I'm trying to eat an adventurous chicken right now was he the loud guy was he a guy that just entered into a room and just expected <laughs> to be paid attention to or was he kind of the quiet guy in the room yeah like i like i'm, I'm wanting something like i want a loud chicken flavor right now i'm not i'm not wanting you know like i'm not wanting the quiet chicken type like, I'm very specific about my personality oh. with my tartare. I can taste it. Big personality definitely equates to big flavor. And a oh, chicken, 100%. you got to get me a chicken with big personality. Exactly. Like, if I, if, if I want something that has, like, a subtle chicken flavor, then give me, you know, the chicken that might, you know, sit in corner and read. Like, you know, but if I'm eating tartare, like, I want, like, I want that, I want that fucking, like, exciting chicken. I want, like, a Mike Tyson, like, the late 80s style oh, chicken. Oh, yeah, dude, just, like fucking full of confidence oh yeah dude i don't want no bitch ass chicken if i'm gonna eat that shit raw i don't want no newt gingrich ass chicken dude yeah. i want bitch i want another goddamn elite athlete <laughs> that sounds like a dope fucking chicken restaurant big swinging dick chicken hell yeah dude. <laughs> that, that sounds like a not so subtle version of daddy matthews that's <laughs> okay, so gonna be my uh that's my once daddy matthews gets his fucking like feet on the ground then it'll become big swinging dick chicken that's for sure just a gay club like that one like, oh, oh that, that's the thing big da dude daddy matthews is attached to big swinging dick chicken oh yeah but like daddy matthews is like so is like low-key it's like it's not technically affiliated but everybody knows what the fuck is going on that knows need that needs to know what the fuck's going on oh yeah definitely people that are in the know are like bro let's go to big swing and dick's chicken like that Damn. chicken it's <laughs> some squares like that chicken is delicious <laughs> oh yeah, yeah like, man if you go there, chicken <laughs> i mean that being fair like i'm like you, you go there for the dicks and the chicken like it's gonna be good chicken oh yeah that's that's where that's where you gotta balance it out man you gotta oh, have yeah. <laughs> the dick's yeah. gotta be good. Also, the chick has to be. The chicken yeah. has to be. Like, I'm not yeah, trying to serve no subpar chicken at my gay club right now. <laughs> <laughs> Only the best. We for need my to have full-on bulge. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. <laughs> Only the best for my customers. That would also be like the best way that like to like just low key like fuck with bigots. Be like, I really don't like the way he runs his business, but goddamn, he makes good chick. <laughs> They're like hiring people to go pick up big, big swinging big chicken. <laughs> There's like like a secret Christian app that like hires gay people to go get their chicken for them. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> Christian specifically, like in the within the annals of the church, like discussing like, okay, <laughs> well my okay my nephew is on his way out of the church. He okay, 
It's not going to be too suspicious if we contact. It's not going to be too <laughs> suspicious if we contact him regularly about this chicken. So let's just keep him within our circle. Yeah, he doesn't believe how we believe, but he can get us that. He can get us that good, good fucking family chicken. We cannot be seen at Big Swing and Dicks. Do you know what that looked like? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And then low key, they're just going there anyways. Oh yeah. No, 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 no. Low key, they go to Daddy Matthews. That's right, yeah. That's what it's for. Their surrogate chicken collector is going in <laughs> to Big Swing and Dick's Chicken, and they're going in with, with shades and a hat into Daddy Matthews, and then leaving at the same time meeting up and exchanging chicken. Oh, yeah, dude. It's, it's a, it becomes a whole fucking ring, and I'm the only one on top. <laughs> You're just the grandmaster. <laughs> Just like pulling all the strings of this gay chicken situation. <laughs> of this gay chicken situation. Oh, that's so funny, man. The dumbest Speaking of idea. like, gr- <laughs> <laughs> it'll never work. But it'd be amazing if it could. Yes. If only maybe in a progressive America where we have enough people that are just within their niche little like bigot holes where they're. <laughs> Big embarrassed to come out. We can just have, yeah, <laughs> we got a niche audience. Man, yes. dude, those people, those like hyper religious people are crazy, man. Uh, I had a co worker when I was working at uh, Comprehensive Systems here in Iowa, which is a place where we take care of like severely mentally and physically handicapped people. And I was literally wiping a dude's ass while this woman was asking me about if I believed in God. And I was like, whoa. At first I was like, I was like, no. And like while I'm wiping the suit's ass, and she's like, You don't believe in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? And I was like, Well, no, but I mean I, no, I don't. Like I didn't even want to like engage in the conversation. And she got mad and walked away while there's like a person in need, like like who's the bad guy here, you know? <laughs> so that was super weird in in and of itself. It's like this is such a strange thing. You're holding like your like a disagreement within your beliefs above this this poor man's livelihood right like i'm cleaning this guy up and you have the audacity to walk away but then this lady w- told the people that i work with like like, uh, like whispering in the, in the corners like oh jeff's an atheist or whatever you know and then this like militant christian woman like it wasn't even a, it, would, it was like a girl to me she's like a year older than me right at that time i was 17 years older or whatever and uh she was <laughs> she made some offhand comment about me not believing in god and i was like hey man why does it even matter and she goes, people like you uh, make me sick. And I was like, this is that's outrageous. Like I was like defending myself, and she goes, <laughs> she goes, I can't wait until until the afterlife when when we get to fight in war. Oh my god! And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she goes, yeah, <laughs> after the apocalypse, there's going to be a holy war in the afterlife. And then she stopped. It's like how okay, how does that going to play out? Are we going to get weapons? Are you going to shoot me? I'm already dead, bro. Like, what are you fucking talking about? It's going to, what are, like, how can you possibly logicize this scenario? And she was like, well, God's going to get us weapons and the devil's going to give you weapons. It's like, why do you assume I'm on the devil's side? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I also like, how many people are going to be in hell getting tortured? And then the devil's going to be like, all right, fight for me. And like, people are just going to be like, yeah, definitely on his side for sure. We'd be like, nah, we want, we're going like, we want you to lose homie. Like fuck off. Yeah. Like what the, f- like, I'm just here. Cause that guy sucks, but you've been torturing us for, I don't even know how long. Oh, yeah, not everyone, fighting your fucking war. Everyone would just be like, can we just make our own army? Like fuck both of these people right now. 
And are you even kidding me? Do you really think that like side of God's gonna win? We have like Dick Cheney and Attila the Hun. You're fucked, dude. We have like mass. We have like master manipulators on our yeah, side. What got, the like, fuck are you talking about, lady? Gandhi and shit. Like... <laughs> yeah, we have fucking drones and stuff. Do you think <laughs> drones are the gift of God? Fuck that, dog. We're gonna blow you guys up. Give me fucking... a fucking break. <laughs> Satan's army. Already okay. dead, anyways. You think? Satan's army just full of engineers. <laughs> Yeah, just people that are like, I don't really care about God or anything like that. I'm just here to make that cash. Dude, also, I mean, let's take over the world with this AI. I mean, like, there's probably so many engineers in hell that it's probably got AC by now. Like, we're on there. It's just like a fucking <laughs> Apple store. Like, Satan's like, yo, dude, it's, it's perfectly so much down here. Yeah, he's like, bro, this is, they took over, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is way better, Ran. Like, we have all the CEOs, like... <laughs> Fucking Enron's <laughs> over there. That's like <laughs> hell. It's just like kind of like a shittier New York. It's like yeah, it's not the best, but like you know, there's a Starbucks. God, God's over there. Like we have the, all these fucking idiots running around. Everyone's got a fucking going harp on mission trips to nobody. Like <laughs> yeah. everyone's got a fucking harp and like these weird long horns that nobody wants. <laughs> they got fucking Dude, like. In- <laughs> They got all the dopest, like, all, you know, metal singers and, like, rappers and shit down in hell. Like, Dude, they're on all the Adderall and all the coke down in hell, and they're getting shit done. What the fuck we have going on up here? Dude, like, by the time, like, you know, hopefully by the time we're dead, like, you know, everyone in Nickelback will probably be dead, like, in, or not Nickelback, Creed, rather. And, like, what, am I supposed to listen to fucking Creed all day in heaven? Like, <laughs> no. That's the anthem as you enter through the gates into heaven. We're the homes wide open. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Like, God damn it. Welcome to heaven. Are you sure? Are you very sure? Are you you sure you don't want to just like shank someone real quick so you can go to the way cooler part of the afterlife? It's like, are you positive this is heaven? I see Creed right there. Like, I think you're fucking Dude, Creed with me. has this concert. Creed has a concert. There's just a never There's like no Creed. technology up here. It's a never a never ending acoustic Creed concert. Hell yeah, dude. Let's go. <laughs> oh, man. There's like an infinite number of creeds, though. There's just, way too many creed bands. Up creeds as <laughs> just far people, as like, the eye can knock see. Knockoff bands. And KJ52. <laughs> He's there. <laughs> man, seriously. Does anyone seriously think that like people that are following the book to go to heaven are really going to be the people that are innovating? Fuck that. Right now, <laughs> no, yeah, dude. No, dude like, <laughs> heaven's supposed to be paradise. They're not innovating shit. Hell sucks. People are like, hey, uh, we got to make this way better. It fucking is terrible down here. It's so hot. Hell's uh, a fixer-upper. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. All the people with real skills and life experience are down in hell because they gave up on god a long time ago fucking everyone's got iphones because steve jobs is just like no 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 like i'm I'm not trying to be without my fucking cell phones (laughs) yeah devil just steps aside it's ashton kutcher's steve jobs just screaming at people the devil's like dude this guy can get shit (laughs) he's innovating down here bro oh my god i mean mean, to be fair there's like all the shitty people down in hell like it's not like Cool people. It's not 100% cool people. Like, there's definitely shitty people, but also, like, I don't know, probably Ozzy Osbourne will be down there. I'd be kind of tight. Like, talk to fucking Elister Crowley and shit. I'm just hanging out down there, just getting blasted, bro. Dude, exactly. Like, yeah, there'd be some, like, like, again, like, you know, Attila the Hutt or whatever, you know, shitty people definitely (laughs) down there. You just don't talk to them. You'd be like, fuck off, dude. Like, you're. Hey, if they're going to lead the fucking army. I mean, dude, I'll hang back and watch. I'm like, those guys are on my side. I'm, <laughs> not, like, participating. Uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to fuck with that guy. Uh, he straight up is like, didn't they say that like 
one third of the Earth's population has his fucking genetics or some crazy shit. Apparently, apparently that dude fucked, but yeah, not insane. in a good way. Yeah, like <laughs> it wasn't like it wasn't. Yeah, fucking is exactly what I told that. <laughs> like, or no, Genghis Khan. I didn't tell that. Uh, or wait. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Genghis, Genghis Khan, I think. Either yeah. one, one of them. Yeah. I've been trying to learn a little bit more about that that uh, part of history, and I'm not caught up on that specific yeah. part. No spoilers. <laughs> yeah, no spoil. No spoiler. Spoil no it <laughs> for the people that are listening. Uh, I know fuck all about Man. history. I like. I, I I knew enough to like pass my classes in high school, but that's like the like bare minimum. Like it, to be fair, like public school like history, you don't learn fucking anything. No, they're like, hey, you guys want to learn how to deify racists and learn random abstract fucking numbers from battles? There's your American history right there. Also, we're going <laughs> to cover up every me. single racist thing that American colonizers have done. Exactly. Yo, I learned something recently. So I live, I'm from an area near where the Lady Chapman Cat House was, which is like a big monument in northern Iowa to a tiny little church for, I don't know, somebody that, so this... Chapman Cat was a big advocate for the women's suffrage movement, but that's where they end it. They'd stop it there on our like Northern Iowa local education part. So you dig it in a little farther. That bitch was a super huge racist. Oh, she no. said that, yeah, she said that segregation would help the uh, women's suffrage movement. To like, I, I, they, she was one hundred and one hundred percent in support of segregation. She was a piece of shit, oh, but they deify her as this like idol. Because she she worked for women's suffrage, which is great. But it's like, look at the whole picture. Why can't we say this woman did a lot of great things for women, but she was also a total piece of shit when it came to race race relations? Like, dude, there's yeah. a problem. There's, history is <laughs> fucked up. Like, it's so hard to be like, oh yeah, things are chill. But then like you look at history and you're like, oh wait a minute, fucking nothing is actually chill. Dude, think about how chilling it is compared like uh, with. Using the, what I just talked about with that lady Chapman cat or the fucker name was, and uh, the notion that the winners write history. It's it's just like okay, so white people are like blanking out history where they did bad because they're considering themselves winners. You know, it's so fucking chilling to me, like how history is even being manipulated in front of our fucking eyes. Yeah, it's crazy goddamn times, boys. Yeah, but either way, uh, a little more up upbeat. Don't want to go down that fucking rabbit hole of getting sad. Even though, you know, it's these are the times we're living in. You know, yeah, Black Lives Matter and everything like that. at the same that. time, like, not trying to be a fucking bummer. Exactly. We're trying to have a good time here on the Empty Parlor, boys. Exactly. It, despite the fact <laughs> the name is kind of dark. But it's <laughs> supposed to be because we talk about fucking weird signs. But instead, mostly it's been it's just... I honestly don't know what it's been about so far. <laughs> it's just a good old time just having a conversation. I think it'll, like, organically develop into things over time. Exactly. That's going into it with the theme is never going to work. We just have to figure out what the fuck we want to talk about. And for the most part, it's been exactly. fucking my restaurant endeavors and <laughs> fucking food has been Ridiculous a major bits. point, actually. Like, I would say it's actually a good point. Food has been probably at least like, I don't know, 50, 40 percent. I love food, though. I love making food. I love talking about food. And also there's some funny aspects of some of the some of the parts of our food making industry exactly i mean i'm still fun stuff to, i'm still trying to figure out how to get good at making more vegan candy like i made vegan hard candy that was pretty fucking easy i've discovered uh it's basically you use a specific type of sugar 
and you use nat you have to make sure that you use natural oils, no artificial oils, because you can't be sure that artificial oils are vegan. But hmm. can, other than that, it's pretty easy. How are those oils non-vegan? I wonder what they what oh, products so, they use in there. Uh, I found out that like straight up regular refined sugar isn't actually vegan. Why is that? So, uh, to, like, for regular, like, just white refined sugar, they use, like, I think it's called, like, bone ash or something as, as part of the refining process. So they do use, like, an animal product in the, like, refining of it. Huh. Yeah. So, Interesting. Yeah. So you using horse bones or some shit? Yeah, I don't know. Probably horse bones would be my guess. But, yeah, like, living with a vegan roommate, <laughs> I've been clued in on some interesting pieces of things that I would have literally never considered. And it's also kind of cool because it's, like, it's, like, as hard as baking is now it's like all right cool like now what can i use instead of an egg like when i you can make brownies uh with an egg rather than or with a banana rather than an egg like shit like that yeah i've heard of that that's yeah. some clever shit i'm telling you man baking is fucking magic because you can put it you literally grow a plant from the ground and you take and you grind that shit up and then you mix it with sugar baking soda wherever the fuck baking soda comes from <laughs> and <right> water <laughs> and you throw it in a heating element and then it becomes a loaf of bread that you could feed fucking like five people with or i mean dep obviously depending on how much you ground up in the beginning but goddamn, dude baking is fucking magical also i've been loving how many people are like how many people got into making sourdough is the new like fucking like <laughs> like everyone's sourdough starter is like basically a tamagotchi pet now like everyone's got theirs yeah like, I, I i murdered mine last week i fucking forgot it in the, i forgot it in the closet <laughs> i murdered it dude literally i didn't sit like, next to my kombucha man and murdered a motherfucker it did that in kombucha everybody i fucking like i know like three different fucking people making kombucha uh, make, i've been making kombucha for a little while now yeah dude everyone yeah like you've been like you make kombucha my buddy will makes kombucha uh, my buddy jimmy makes kombucha like i like Everyone just started making fucking kombucha, which is awesome and dope. Cause like I, just, like, again, like kombucha was one of the things. Like this year, I was like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. And then I was like, turns out kombucha is fucking awesome. Like, got into that. Oh my god. It's a nectar. Uh, shout out to GTS kombucha. I don't know what flavor it is. All I know is it comes in like a differently shaped bottle, and it's blue, and it's fucking delicious. Oh. So, yes, I have heard of that. It's they so use a specific root good. that is only used for the dye. Uh, blue GTS. This is definitely going to come up on Google. Oh, that's a car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Wait, what the fuck, man? I can't just. Here we go. Uh, Sacred Life. Yeah, it's fucking. Is that the one you're talking about? So good. I didn't even drink. I uh, yeah. My roommate let me try one of his, and I didn't even drink the whole thing. I literally just got like a drink of it, and it was. He uses like, the blue spirulina. Yeah, it was. Oh yeah, it's like an algae. Yeah, something like that. But it just only produces that blue coloring, which is, like, fantastic. Dude, it was... But most of the... I think it's just kind of like a standard kombucha. Maybe, like... Actually, I'm well, not it's, sure. It's like it. a... It's got, like, kind of coconut and shit is what, like, really fucking sold it. That's what it is. Yeah, it was so Yeah, it's a coconut kombucha. Oh, my God. I, I haven't like, tried that. I haven't actually been able to find it. My favorite yeah. is uh, Trinity. Trinity GTS. I like that yeah. one. I think and that's then... what it's called. Synergy? No, yeah, synergy, synergy, yes. yeah. Trinity, uh, fucking whatever. Yeah, Trinity is like the like type, but then synergy is the flavor, I guess. But yeah, yeah. I, I really like that, and I like their their strawberry lemonade is fucking really good. 
Yeah, I, I love all kombucha. Yeah, okay, Trilogy. So Synergy, Synergy so Organic Kombucha trilogy. from okay. GTS with a name named Trilogy, not Trinity, whatever. Either way, <laughs> that's my favorite flavor. I love it's that shit. It's very good. Like, straight up. Really, really. I tried good. making a clone of that, and I think I got pretty close to, close to it not long ago. Was that the one it's you made damn for good. me? No, you just made me straight up strawberry. Yeah. How was, how was that, by the that way? We so haven't talked about good, it. Dude. Yeah? That was... Goddamn delicious. Fuck yeah. yeah it's really not the hard to make kombucha either. Yeah, as long as you just good. like know proportions and you don't put too much, you know a little bit about cooking, it's good to go, bro. See, I'm just afraid of Speak- like, like, because baking is my like Achilles heel, like, I would be like, nah, I'm gonna fucking kill anyone who drinks this. I'm not fucking with this. <laughs> uh, I, I highly encourage anybody listening listening to this that's in, interested in kombucha to go to the kombucha subreddit and just do some reading it, fermentation is so much easier than it looks like there it's using good bacteria and isolating the good bacteria for oh. probiotic benefits just get that fucking bad bacteria out of there and a rule of thumb is good is good bacteria is anaerobic for the most part bad bacteria is usually like breathes air so you just pretty much cut off your batch from the air around it and you're probably good to go and with kombucha it uses a pellicle on the top of your uh, fermentation vessel which blocks out all that bullshit from the top and your <clears throat> your kombucha is safe underneath there fermenting and creating that delicious delicious probiotic uh, colony it's good shit man it's super easy what were you saying sorry i went on a little tangent oh no i just i'm also low-key playing pokemon while we talk and i fucking i just got hey. angry real quick at something that i did <laughs> God damn. Yeah, I, uh, dude. The expansion Go of for it. Pokemon Sword and Shield dropped on what is today? It dropped on the 17th. So I've literally been cracking been grinding. For, yeah, for like five fucking days straight. Hell yeah. I was like, wondering, wondering why I haven't heard from you. <laughs> yeah, no, literally, it's been like wake up Pokemon till I go to bed Pokemon. I have acquired two more level 100 Pokemon that I've bred fully iv trained and i'm working on my third good lord son i am nope. i mean fully obsessed <laughs> i used to be really obsessed with pokemon back in the day i tried to try to get back into playing it like on an emulator on my computer and i just kind of dropped it once i got to the elite four i, I don't I know that. it's whatever it's a fun game that's that's like my childhood man pokemon Spe- uh speaking of it uh which i think is a really fun interesting fact uh, the Pokemon Go has officially lasted longer than the Confederacy, oh which my is God, so yes. fucking funny it's to part me. Of my heritage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> part of my heritage. No, um, you're just a racist idiot. But... <laughs> no, I'm saying Pokemon Go is part of my heritage now. <laughs> yes. Because yes, it's longer than Definitely. This. You can say that. <laughs> I tell you, don't, don't you dare take it away from me. Pokemon Go is my heritage. <laughs> <laughs> Pro Pokemon rights rally. Fuck yeah, dude! I'll cut like I'm gonna get a fucking Pokemon flag. <laughs> anyway, don't don't, don't tread on me. <laughs> this, this flag represents my fucking heritage. How dare you? <laughs> it's a Pokemon flag, but instead of that stupid fucking "Don't tread on me" thing that like racists have co-opted from the Marines, it's like a Arbok or something. <laughs> oh, yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, <laughs> that like "Don't tread on me" snake. flag. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm about that life for sure. Good God. Dude, so uh, speaking of fun facts, I think this is a really cool fun fact. 
do you know how bees collect pollen? Uh, don't they like vibrate and get it like in their like fuzzy bodies? It's crazier than that, man. Oh shit! Bees are like you know like the last Airbender, right? Yeah. Like the Avatar show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bees are like pollen benders. They so flowers are naturally negatively charged, and bees like buzz around or whatever and create a positive charge within their body, and they go and jump on a flower, and the pollen just electrically jumps to their body. So it's what? like they're fucking. Yeah, they get on a flower and summon pollen and fucking boom, they're just covered in pollen because of the negative, the, yeah, the difference dude. in charge. How crazy is that, man? Bees are so fucking cool. Bees, ants, all those bugs, insects that have those special functions that completely, I don't know, they, they just boggle my fucking mind because one, it's like we're like just, we're pretty much finding out about that kind of shit like in the last 50, 100 years, which is really fucking cool to me because it's like cutting cut it's it's not a cutting edge science but it's like holy fuck imagine telling somebody that uh 250 years ago they'd be like they, bullshit they shot you in the face <laughs> yeah that's fucking, i don't know what the fuck you just said buddy fuck that you sounds a lot like fucking heresy <laughs> sounds like witchcraft get that shit out of here <laughs> get that shit though fuck out of here man you're fucking. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> your bees is magic, and I don't want to hear about anything else with your fancy science talk. Dude, is it is it appropriate or inappropriate to just use southern accents as the dumb voice? Because I am conflicted. I feel like there's like you don't. Like, I don't know. Like, if 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 it's, if it's like if a southern person got like real shitty with me, but like. Because I don't know, I, I feel like like I've never met an intelligent person with a thick accent, American accent of any kind. I guess like people who are from the south who I've met that are smart generally like drop that accent, and like people but some from of them like hold on to it, man. Like I, I mean, I probably sound like a dick, but <laughs> I don't know. I've just I've never met somebody that I've held a conversation with and then found out like oh I'm from Louisiana and then they just they, like uh, like Dante Powell from Louisiana. You would. Pretty much never guess. Not that, like, again, not that uh, where you come from dictates how intelligent you are, but it's like, I've just, I've never met anyone with a thick accent and came away thinking, like, wow, that person's real smart. Dude, I went, so we went skiing in Utah, and we met a few of my friends' friends, uh, and this girl skied up to us. She was, like, part of our group we hadn't met yet, and she had a really thick Alabama accent. She was like, oh, hey, how y'all doing? And, uh, you know, I prejudged her, right? She's a fucking like top-notch surgeon like oh, she's a super super okay, smart like, person can you imagine like how fucking terrified you'd be like if you're like hey y'all i'm a baby <laughs> surgeon today you'd be like oh shit hey y'all i'm gonna cut cut that thing up and i'm gonna get up in there man i'm gonna i'll fix you right up right here we're gonna get right up inside that belly i tell you what we're gonna see what's you're wrong too. You. I'm, I'm about to i'm about to pull a chitlin out of you right there son <laughs> Oh man! Like, All right, cool. Like, I'm just gonna go ahead and write my will now. <laughs> I, it's funny how that works. Like, it's so hard not to have that kind of uh, oh, yeah. like, bias or mindset about about accents. Like, somebody from the south. But so that's that's kind of so yeah. If somebody with the south isn't necessarily a racist, but fucking NASA's there. Like oh, yeah. JPL is in is in Florida. Yeah. Like all these fucking maniac and, areas fucking... have these super genius hubs. 
Florida and what Austin, Texas, or uh, somewhere? It's somewhere. The other one's in Texas, or at least I think was it SpaceX like, is in Texas. So you're talking about Houston? Houston. Duh. I'm actually Jesus not Christ. sure. Yes. Houston. Well, that's I don't know if SpaceX is in Houston. SpaceX <laughs> no, is located that, like, in the Kennedy Space Station. Yeah, I, just, I just know that Houston is the place in Texas where the space stuff happens. I'm a fucking idiot for forgetting that. Austin, Austin, we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where that moron. specific space <laughs> shuttle launched from. <laughs> hey, we're 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 both we're both not super geniuses. We're okay to admit that. On here this I am talking shit. We're not here to educate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Man, these Those fucking, fucking idiots. Are idiots. What are they from, Austin? <laughs> yeah, Austin's a pretty dope town, man. That's Christ. that's one of the crazy things. Texas is like you know has, is notorious for having backwoods fucking morons, but there are so many cool, huge cities that are just, it's just full of really dope, progressive people. Yeah, then it's all like the city. you know, all those cities, all those big cities in Texas are pretty damn cool, man. Yeah. Live down there. We went to Austin, and that was fucking dope. There was, like, it was the summertime. Uh, maybe it was, like, autumn or something. But there was just live music going on constantly. We were just walking into bars, grabbing beers. It, the, there didn't seem to be strict drinking laws. So we just, like, walk out into the street to another bar. It was rad. That's not, yeah, it's, oh, yeah, aren't they, like, aren't they an open carry city? Or, or an open carry, oh, yeah, open know. container city, it's, rather? <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure. I don't know oh, the okay. rules. I know that, like, New all I know Orleans... is that it was pretty loose. I oh, got New Orleans. No, I didn't say anything. I was say, like, New I know Orleans, New Orleans. Go. You can just fucking walk around with like an open container, and they don't give a fuck. Right. They're all about that commerce. Oh yeah. They're just like, what? <laughs> fuck it. Come drink in our streets. Literally, if this is our economy, like, fuck it, man. Like. We get enough money from drinking that we can fix whatever people's drunk dumbasses break. I don't give a fuck. Do it. Yeah, exactly. These fuckers pay taxes. Like, oh no, somebody threw up on the street that we pay a guy $15 an hour to clean because it happens enough. Like, honestly, open our drinking laws, like public and tax laws, are so fucked up. And god damn it, it's, I don't mean to bring the conversation down, but like, that's the problem. That's a systemic problem that we have in our country is just like these little fucking rules that are made to isolate groups of people that the cops don't like exactly it's like oh you're you look a little drunk there buddy we're gonna have to take you in or as opposed to some fucking white guy in a suit's hammered walks out of a club the cop turns his fucking eyes exactly gets into his fucking mercedes yeah and uh oh, no shit uh oh. <laughs> so my buddy and i were driving back from the strip uh when i lived in las vegas uh, we were driving back from the strip and we had a decent night. We did the responsible thing to sober up and we were driving home and it was like 2 a.m. on like a Friday or something. And this be nice BMW pulls out, like cuts us off on the highway. There's barely any other cars on the road. And we're like, oh, fuck this guy, man. And then like right as we go, fuck this guy, man, he like loses control and like <laughs> spins out and hits into the side. And we like turned around and we just made sure like nothing exploded. And we're like, okay, it didn't seem too bad. And like it, that was silent. There's silence for about 20 seconds after he crashed. And my buddy and I looked at each other we're like, that was fucking awesome. We high five. Like, fuck that. Guy. Oh, man. <laughs> fuck that, dude. Like fuck, yeah. we were just like, he was maybe hurt, but he was clearly just hammered out of his fucking mind, driving like an asshole. It's like, dude, sometimes you got things coming to you, but like, I hope he's okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> I probably sound I like a maniac. No, right I now. definitely feel that. Like, I, uh, 
I, I was like driving to fucking Teehees, like, I don't know how fucking long ago, and I saw this just super nice, like, clearly, like, souped up fucking car smashed into a light pole. And I was like, good. Like, fuck your <laughs> Good. We saw, uh, we watched a uh, yellow Lamborghini get towed on, like, one of the first weekends that we lived back here in Des Moines uh, after coming back from the West. And we were just having a, a drink, having a good time. And all of a sudden, the tow truck, truck showed up and fucking just pulled this Lamborghini out from this random parking spot next to the bar and just fucked it up. Like the e-brake was on and like the tires were skidding, dude, it was a disaster. It was like so hard to get it into the truck. So like there was a huge crowd formed. It was like, (laughs) back tires were not wanting that car to get onto the tow truck. It was fucking rough. I can't imagine who had that car or rented it. And I hope they had insurance. Oh my God. Can you imagine like having a fucking nice car and then just getting it fucked up by a tow company and the tow company's like, no, oh, sucks to suck. Like, it's your fault. A fucking Lambo, man. But I guess at the same time, like, if you can afford cost? a fucking Lambo, like, you probably aren't worried about the fucking. Like, that's kind of how I see it. Is if you have a nice enough car, like, there becomes a point where, like, repairs aren't going to fucking be, like, a huge deal. Yeah, it's because a, a Lambo is essentially a half million dollar car. Yeah, like. If you can, like, just, like, nobody's, like, barely affording a fucking Lambo. Like, unless you're an idiot. I hope that guy was an idiot just to fuck <laughs> that guy. <if> <laughs> no, that's so mean. <laughs> no, at the same time, it's like, well, also, but, like, th- there's something, like, to me that's kind of, like, dickish about buying, like, a fucking primary color vehicle. Like, you're kind of asking for it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, you know, like a huge, like crazy smart sports car, but just yeah. a primary colored vehicle. Fuck you. Like if your car's fucking yellow or red or like the fucking like crazy ass. Like my, if it's like a, you know, my a wife nice, tried, like, a, like if it's like a dark blue, then fine. But like my wife, my wife drives a, drives a blue smart car. She's a huge dick or what? <laughs> I think there's certain cars that you're just like, all right, you get a pass. I feel bad for you. <laughs> that fucker. I guess it gets 40 miles a gallon, but come no, on. Shit. If you get in a car accident, you're fucking oh, yeah, toast. Dude, you're so going to pop like a zit, bro. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> like, smart cars are supposed to be driven around other smart cars. They're not supposed to be driven in fucking America <laughs> where people drive goddamn tanks, basically. Like, Oh, my God. Yeah. So, dude, people are fucking nuts here. I So uh, I was driving on the highway in this truck was so i'm a man of fucking principle right i'm i'm if i'm driving on the highway and you're going too slow on the on-ramp i'm not fucking letting you i'm not slowing down to let your dumb ass onto the on-ramp no. you either speed up or you pump your fucking brakes and come in behind me absolutely so i'm driving i gotta take the two exits from there so like maybe it would have been good if i would have been in the middle lane but whatever that's the situation i was in the right lane getting ready to take my exit in two miles and this guy's getting on the on-ramp going 55 in a 65 so I look over and I see that he's trying to get over and trying to push into me. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm a man of principle, bro. And so I don't let him come in at 55. And then he comes around and this guy is so fucking mad. <laughs> I, I'm just driving 65, the speed limit. I think it's 60, but like, you know, five over, whatever. And he comes up beside me and he's just like making all those gestures. 
And I look over and he's just flipping me off and screaming into his own cockpit of his fucking dumbass truck with like a lawnmower uh, on, a, on a trailer in the back of the truck. So he's got his big old truck and then he's got an attachment trailer with a lawnmower in there. And he's fucking going nuts. And I just start howling, laughing. I'm mocking his ass. I'm just laughing so fucking hard, driving normal. And he, and then he, then he gets violent. He starts swerving his car and trying to hit me. <clears throat> so at that point, I'm kind of freaking out. And then, then, dude, I speed up, try to get out of there. He follows me, gets up right next to me. And he points at me, and he points down. And then he fucking fakes like he has a gun, and fake cocks his hand, and then fake shoots me <laughs> as he's driving. obviously i'm still laughing (laughs) yeah and then he takes the same exit as me and then i'm like all right man this might get nuts but (laughs) (laughs) like like fight like i fuck i'm not an advocate for violence anything like that i'm just you know good person i like everybody love everybody but like part of me wanted like part of me wanted (laughs) that guy to get out of the truck and want to fight because it would have been so funny like I have a little bit of like background in like I've done some martial arts or whatever. So I'm pretty confident if a guy is like that aggressive and crazy, he probably has no fucking idea how to fight and probably really wants to. And like 10% of me wanted that dude to try to make a move. Cause I would just been like beating him up laughing and it would have been like the most gratifying, like humiliation ever if that oh would have actually God. happened. <laughs> fucking cocking a fake gun is, <laughs> yeah, a, that is a powerful, powerful, Power. Testament <laughs> to your own ignorance. <laughs> God damn, that's so fucking funny. Maniac. He was like, he was literally trying to kill me with his vehicle. He was swerving his truck so that he was like trying to swerve his like little trailer thing into my car. But like, I saw what he was doing and I like maneuvered away from it. Dude was a total maniac. That's so it was funny. a really interesting <laughs> experience to say the least. Oh my god, that's <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That guy probably believes that he's gonna get the gun in the afterlife and shoot evil people. <laughs> he's gonna God is God and Jesus are gonna be like, you get two guns. You were real cool. <laughs> you get two guns. You get an AR-15 and a pistol. He's like, yeah, fuck dude. yeah, dude. You can hold them both at the same time. It's heaven. Fuck it. Do what you want. <laughs> Jesus is like. <laughs> <laughs> load up <laughs> like open up like these Kimbo. fucking walls flip around <laughs> yeah <laughs> those bandoliers on their chest <laughs> and shit and then and then satan's forces just drone them or nuke them <laughs> you get a laser just launch sight. a nuke yeah yo hey jesus and god you think you can handle a fucking nuke bud that's definitely not your work if, if the devil's real he made that fucking oh thing. yeah dude <laughs> Oh, that's that's so much funnier to me now thinking about how like the God side would be completely fucked. Like, hey God, you allowed devil the devil to have his own fucking world, so uh you're already a weak bitch. <laughs> like fucking I always like uh kind of fucking so did you ever like under like vaguely related, did you ever play Magic the Gathering? No, but I've watched my buddy play the card game uh, so, a couple times virtually i don't a really lot of the it, a lot of the angel cards like because angels are a type of card in magic like a lot mm-hmm. of them have swords and shit they're they're basically like <laughs> harpies more or less but like not they're like i don't want to say harpies because harpies are an entirely different thing but like maybe valkyries i guess is a better way of putting it like that's almost we'll entirely accurately yeah, on this like, podcast yeah <laughs> they're they're if there's anything that I have to be distinct about, it's my goddamn fantasy creatures. 
<laughs> yeah, I support it. They're just like women with wings and swords, and if that's what angels are like, then fucking for sure devils are just like, y'all, we just have long rifles. Like, you're about to sword to a gunfight. We have, um, we are using the apex of technology, and your swords are fucking bullshit. GPS. You ain't, you ain't no Jedi. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, the Jedi religion comes in out of fucking nowhere and kills everyone. <laughs> your fucking guns ain't shit. <laughs> Oh shit! Like oh, so, the Jedi's are on hell. Yeah, I guess if you're living in like that binary world of good and evil against like the biblical God, fucking yeah. Jedi's are on our side, buddy. Yeah, dude. All the Jedi's are pissed off because they're like, we were like probably one of the most peaceful religions, and we still ended up here. Fuck this shit! Like, yeah, fuck this shit, dude. You guys got metal swords. We have fucking lightsabers, bud. You want to go? <laughs> we have the Force. We got goddamn dude, the power. Detonators. The we'll Fuck your whole day up. The the warriors of on God's side are completely fucked. If this <laughs> if this hypothetical like post life war goes down, they're so fucked. Oh yeah. We have all the smartest people. We have all the great innovators. We have all the technology. What the fuck do you have, man? The wheel, dude. Give me a fucking break. Swords and wings. <laughs> yeah. Get fucked. <laughs> and harps. Get the fuck. God. What are you gonna do? Use your fucking Zeppelin, you stupid bitches! We got fucking airplanes and like F-22s and shit. Give me a fucking break. We have the f- <laughs> we have DARPA on our side, bitch. Get the fuck out of here! Jesus Christ! Oh, <laughs> fucking laser striking fucking entire units of angels. Like this is just orbital striking. Like this isn't even a fucking. <laughs> this is a joke. We're just gonna be sitting back there playing like playing like war on our Xboxes. <laughs> exactly. Fucking the devil's gonna be like, dude, I swear to God, if they touch the fucking AC units, just light them up. Like, <laughs> I'm not trying to go back to how goddamn hot it was. The power, the God's force is like, attack the ACs, that's our Achilles heel. And then everyone is And then the real hot. Achilles comes and like takes. <laughs> everyone's just like, I swear to fucking God, I will kill everyone here. Oh man. Like I hate every one of these angel bitches. Like that was the like this was the one solace of the bullshit that God pulled and now I'm fucking sweaty as fuck like oh it's on. <laughs> oh man, there's no like no no comparison, dude. They're so fucked. We have all the we have all the Buddhists, we have all the Muslims, we have all, everyone that's not Christian. You're so fucked, but <laughs> yeah, like... Speak- you said like lasers that could kill people did you know that uh russia actually developed a human killing laser that is like attached to a tank but the fucking catch 22 is that you have to stand in the laser beam for 30 seconds for it to actually kill you oh my god just stand (laughs) 30 full seconds real quick We got that guy. He's gonna what? It's just gonna be used for sleeping people. I don't know, but I I read that a little while ago. I actually learned about that a long time ago, and I just had to Google to make sure that I could talk about it. But I learned uh, about that when it was classified, like fucking ten years ago. Wasn't doesn't China have a laser weapon too that can like burn through like metal? Yeah, there's a there's all sorts of well, China made that afterwards. Um, oh damn, this sucks. I can't. I I, I fuck. <laughs> I hate. So I can't. I don't know what I can and can't talk about. Um, yeah, yes, there are laser. There are laser technologies. <laughs> uh, for anybody that doesn't know, I used to have a clearance, so I like I know some shit that I can't talk about, and that's one of the things that I know some some 
uh, I know about some programs that I don't think I should talk about because I don't know if they've been like released to the public or not. But yes, laser laser technology exists that can fucking cut through like planes and shit like that. It's just the problem that we have is that the we need a higher power energy laser to be able to actually take down a plane in flight. Um, that's all I'll say about that though. <laughs> I, feel that. I don't feel like having fucking dudes show up on my front door and be like, heard you on the empty parlor. It's like, oh shit, dude, you're like one of our few listeners. No, you're going to jail. You are going to prison, sir. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, god damn it. No, that stinks. I can't talk about that shit. Super, super fun, interesting shit that exists in that realm, but whatever. It's a fucking yeah, I'm podcast, not trying to but... see you get arrested. That'd be some no, fucking bullshit. What are you in here for? Well, I talked about <laughs> government secrets. What are you in here for? Crime. <laughs> Murder <Yeah>. crimes. <laughs> what are you in here for? Well, I'm a gabber. <laughs> I like to talk. <laughs> oh, yeah, because there's nothing more that they love in prison than fucking people who can't stop talking. Yeah, this motherfucker's a snitch. <laughs> oh, dude, I would fucking... They, they kill me? I'd be like, oh, my God, stay. don't kill me. I'm funny, please. <laughs> I'm funny and I suck dick. I yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, man, you got that going for you. I, exactly. I don't think I could fucking. I don't have a bartering coin. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, fuck this guy. <laughs> I'd be dead pretty quick, I think. Be like, like, yeah, I don't believe in God. To be like, okay, we're gonna kill. We're gonna kill you now and in the afterlife. <laughs> we are never going to leave you alone. Bye. Just at that time. That definitely happened. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. I'd probably either lay low and. uh lay low in prison or i just get fucking beat up right away i it depend on who i met first <laughs> yeah exactly like how chill your fucking cellmate is like oh yeah if i met a radical some fucking maniac guy i'd be fucked he'd go chat tattle on me oh yeah <laughs> i had a guy like that in uh in basic training i had one of those kind of hyper religious maniacs this guy, this guy was like, you don't know the story of Satan for whatever reason. These, you know, the crazy religious people are like all about Satan for some crazy reason. But this guy was like, you know, the story of Satan. I was like, he's the devil, whatever. What's there to know about him? He's like, okay, so he started off in heaven. And what happened was, is that Satan would always wear or Lucifer, whatever you want to call him, Beelzebub, Mephistopheles, whatever. He wore all these jewelers and gold gold uh, pendants and he had really reflective jewelry and this guy's version i don't know where the fuck this comes from he said that the reason why there's a rift between the devil and god is because the devil was the, the devil was god's right hand man fucking trump syndrome why are you hiring guys that are gonna directly directly fucking betray you man Get the fuck right. out of your god i'm nipping it fucking idiot I'm so he's like the devil's i don't know who's gonna I'm betray I, me Let's go shop at the at the shops on Wellington Square. I'm omnipotent. Hmm. <laughs> but uh, so the devil was a god's right hand man, right? And this, according to this dude, and I met a basic training who was my bunkmate who just was kind of crazy. He said that they'd hang out and whenever God the devil would enter a room, the devil would enter first and God would enter second. But the devil would enter a room and they would see God's reflection off of the devil's jewelry and then they would bow down to god's image so the devil thought that they were bowing down to the devil so then they're like then then god cast out the devil because he was a false prophet but i've never been able to find any fucking evidence of that goddamn story ever i looked that, it up can't fucking find it that's like a <laughs> yeah that's like a fan fiction true bro at all like <laughs> right what fucking that was a basic training what the fuck? no shit right some preacher probably made that crap up before it's just Google, like his cause... wife was wearing too much jewelry, was kind of whoring around, and he was like, "Does fucking devil wear shiny fucking earrings that he didn't fact, buy her?" 
fabricated the whole story. Now people are like, that's where the devil comes from. <laughs> why are why are angels and shit wearing jewelry, bro? How oh why do you God. even think that kind of vanity exists in heaven? What like where are these people's brains? Yeah, like, <laughs> oh yeah, he was just so vain. He wore so much jewelry. He was an angel, by the way. He was divine. <laughs> also, like, isn't jewelry like almost entirely worn? Like, as far as like human evolution, isn't the purpose of jewelry to like get people to want to fuck you? So like, why would angels yeah. want to wear jewelry? Like, I'm pretty sure angels don't be fucking. It's goddamn nonsense. <laughs> you know? Oh, you know. Speaking of jewelry, you want to know a couple – another fun fact, bro. So diamond rings – I think we talked about this before. Diamond rings for weddings and marriage did not uh, come into the mainstream until like the 30s, 1930s because of like a, an ad campaign by like K Jewelers, some bullshit, whatever. Oh, yeah. Like whatever a diamond conglomerate that exists in the United States, they just advertise that you need to give your wife a diamond ring or else you're a fucking total bitch, you know? It's like – using using that kind of vanity against people so that was 1930s that's something not a lot of people know about but also they didn't discover oil in the middle east until 1934 i don't think maybe don't quote me on that date but 1930s they didn't find oil in saudi arabia uae all those places in the in the uh, arabian peninsula there they didn't find oil until the 30s and now that's all they're known for and also like horrible bigotry and shit but either way you know isn't that nuts yeah, fucking, it's, it's kind of like, um, oh, fuck. I might be wrong on this, but I think that one of the reasons that Coke gets the Santa logo is because that idea of Santa Claus literally is owned by Coke. I might fucking be wrong on that. What? Yeah, I think that, like, literally, like, that idealization of, like, what we believe is Santa Claus, like, Coca-Cola had something to do with. I could totally be fucking wrong, but I, I vaguely recall something like that being true. Well, Santa Claus has been featured in Coca-Cola ads since the 1920s, so it's around the same era. Yeah, it's yeah, it's some, like, ah. really weird shit. Coca-Cola helped shape the image of Santa. And this, this is from the CocaColaCompany.com. In 1931, the company began placing Coca-Cola ads in popular magazines. Archie Lee, the Dars Advertising Agency executive working with Coca-Cola Company, wanted the campaign to show a wholesome Santa Claus who was both realistic and symbolic. So Coca-Cola commissioned Michigan-born illustrator Haddon Sunblom to develop advertising images using Santa Claus, showing Santa himself, not a man, dressed as Santa. Fucking A, dude. So pretty much Coca-Cola devised the image of Santa Claus that we see today. Yeah, it's fucking insane, right? By the way, I was uh, when I was in Korea, I was in, involved in the school systems, obviously, I was teaching English. And uh, the EJ is my sister-in-law. She owns a school there. She has partner schools there. They, the partner schools came to like have like a dinner with everybody, and they, we met them. And they saw that I had blonde hair and blue eyes. And I was a white guy, obviously. And they were like, can you be Santa Claus? Because you have a beard. I was fucking Santa Claus in Korea. And it was the most uncomfortable shit ever. Because <laughs> I felt like it was some sort of like, like, I was like, man, I feel like I'm like, this isn't like, like discrimination, but it's like, it's like, well, it's just like, I'm there. Like, I'm, I'm like the token white guy that you guys know. So you're making me Santa Claus. And Stolen then they made me put on like this fucking super, yeah, super hot, like fat suit thing, like make you look fat. Oh and then like, God. at first I was just going to have my normal beard, but then they decided that wasn't good enough. So they gave me this like shitty ass, like cloth. Beard thing. That's so fucking funny. 
Yeah, a bunch of little like little kindergartners that were like hugging me, hugging, hugging my leg, telling me they love me, and it was so fucking strange. And I was like, ho, 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 and they didn't understand English very well because they're kindergartners from Korea, so they would speak Korean to me. And I would just stare blankly, like, ho, ho, yeah. ho. Merry Christmas. Yes, <laughs> uh, all your dreams will come true. <laughs> I don't know what to say I, to I you. I love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> taking pictures of so many kids it was so strange man i don't understand how these mall santas do it because i was so uncomfortable i like i don't like being hugged by kids i don't know that's so strange yeah that's definitely like gotta be like that's a weird situation yeah like i i'm not an unaffectionate person but like receiving affection from a stranger is is pretty strange to me also, but then like the bumping that up a level a stranger's kid man yeah. And, like, the deep love that they have for Santa Claus. Yeah, I felt like I had to, like, maintain whatever illusion there was, but I felt like a fraud the entire time. Yeah, it's that is strange. It's literally, like, I cannot, like, if I ruin this illusion, I ruin Christmas for this child. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to ruin Christmas. It's one of those things. It's like, I don't believe in this, and I think it's fucking dumb, but I'm never, ever going to ruin that shit for someone else's Oh, yeah, no. Kid. Like, if I have a kid in the future... I'll ruin that crap day one. They're like, hey, dad, what about Christmas? Like, yeah, it's bullshit. We're just going to have fun. Shit, like... you gifts. Yeah, I buy you shit. We're going to have fun and get and give you gifts. Santa's not true. Don't tell your friends that, though. <laughs> like, just between you and me, I buy all that shit. Uh, fuck Santa. Like, he's a little yeah. cheap-ass bitch. If uh, any of your friends tell you that Santa's real, probably distance yourself from that guy because his parents probably coddle him. That guy's probably a fucking train wreck. At least going to be a train wreck in a few years. <laughs> Especially, like... If, if your kid is, like, older and, like, I don't know, nine, still believes in Santa, like, I feel like nine yeah, is, that's like, a I weird mean. cut up. Like, eight, like, you should you should have it figured out, but, like, if your parents are, like, not ready for it yet, then, like, I can see it. But, like, if you're nine years old and, like, still on the Santa train, like, you just haven't watched enough TV. I think I, I, think I figured out Santa wasn't real when I was about six. Yeah, dude, same. I had an older brother, so, like, all, like as weird as it was, like, I remember, like, I've always, like... As a kid, I remember I was watching something on TV, and it was always like, you got to believe in Santa Claus. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. You have to believe in something. Like, generally speaking, when somebody says believe, that means that it's probably not true. So, like, if I have to believe in something, then it's probably not true. I know magic isn't real. Santa isn't real. Fuck it. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I was always the, I was the kid that always asked how and why way too many times. So, like, I remember when my parents were trying to, like, tell me that Santa was real or whatever. When I got to be, like, six, I was like, well, how? How does he do that? And they're like, well, he comes through the chimney. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, well, we have a chimney. What if what if we didn't have a chimney? He'd be like, well, he'd get in somehow. I was like, what do you mean? He comes through our chimney. What, is he, what about uh, Alex's house? Alex doesn't have a chimney. Like, well, he comes through the pipes. And it's like, well, how does he do that? There's no explanation. You ask enough questions, Santa's, <laughs> Santa gets oh, yeah. pretty fucking ridiculous. Well, yeah, and and like, my parents no, were like, no, fuck it. All right. He's not real. All right. He's not fucking real. <laughs> Dude, I was fucking, <laughs> just snap. We didn't have a, like a chimney. So my parents were like, he just, uh, he just gets in. And I was like, cool. Like, are you still going to give me shit? Like, I don't care. <laughs> cool. So I'm still getting presents. Yeah. yeah like, he's not uh, watching me. Like, <laughs> well, like someone's watching you. It's like, okay. So it's just be a good person. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, Oh, like, and that was the other thing too. Like when I asked my parents, I think I was like five and like some kid at school mentioned God. And then I, I came home and I was like, I asked my parents, I was like, what's God. And they're like, uh, just be a good person. And, uh, when you die, you'll go to a happy place. And I was like, tight, cool. And then that was it. Like that was, <laughs> That was fucking all they said. Yeah. And I was like, I'm down with it. Like, cool. Like, that's totally cool with me. Uh, 
all of that checks out. Like, I like I don't I, I don't want to be a shitty person. So cool. I was indoctrinated into the church, man. I, I grew up, I was baptized, all that stuff. Went to Catholic school until I was in sixth grade. And uh, yeah, it, what's crazy is that I don't think I actually truly believed in it after maybe like I was 10 years old or something. I, once I asked, I asked uh, like a fifth grade, I think about 10 years old. I asked my fifth grade science teacher who was talking about dinosaurs. And it was a Catholic school. In front oh, no. of the class, I was like, so if, if I was like, I was like, so dinosaurs, I read in my book that dinosaurs are, you know, whatever, 100 million years old or whatever. I was like, how did, how did the dinosaurs exist before the Bible said that the earth was created? And this nun, she was a nun, didn't have any answer. She gave me, I can't remember what exactly happened. I just know that that experience led me to think that God wasn't real and the Bible was bullshit because this fucking nun could not explain dinosaurs. And I was like, I'm going with dinosaurs. They're way cooler than this dumb fucking book. <laughs> right, though? <laughs> I'm going to learn more about dinosaurs. Yeah, that was... Uh, we didn't really do church in my house because my parents used to go, and then... Uh, so the church that they used to go to... Uh, my, I mean, my parents had three kids. Right? I'm always mm. the last one. And, like, when I was, like, young, like, you know, they're... A, I think my parents had all of their kids by, I think... Yeah, by the time they were my, my parents were my age currently, they had three kids. So, uh, shows Dang. how fucking, yeah, like, they had them real young. And it also, like, it's one of those weird things that I've been like, huh, I, I'm kind of a fuck up right now. Like, my parents had three kids. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, just, like, as far as, like, how well my life is going compared to, like, I couldn't, dude, I couldn't raise one kid. My parents had a house and three kids, and they were fucking crushing it. But. Like, yeah, man, that is true. So, but, like, uh. They, I mean, obviously, they didn't have, like, a lot of money. Like, the money they had, they were smart with. And so... They spent they would, on their kids. Yeah. And, like, you know, shit that they needed. And the church mm -hmm. that they went to, like, apparently took notice that they hadn't been, like, giving tithings or whatever. So the church mailed my parents a letter saying, hey, either keep giving us money or stop showing up. My parents were like, I, wow. I, fuck you guys. Oh. Yeah, fuck you, creeps. Jeez. Yeah. That's nuts. You guys aren't giving enough? Oh, my lord. Dude, yeah. So that, so that was a... That reminds me of... Uh, no, I said that's my induction into religion. Was it was a bunch of fucking greedy bastards, and my parents were like, "No, nah, we're just not gonna take our kids to fucking your church then, because fuck off." Have you heard, have you seen the show Black Jesus? No, I've heard it's really good though. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. <laughs> Obviously, it's the story about Black Jesus, and it's just like Jesus in the hood, and <laughs> they like they're none of them have money, so it's supposed to be like a reflection of how the Bible says Jesus is and his apostles were, they didn't, you know, they weren't fucking like rich. They were just people and they're trying to get by. So it's translation of that in America and they're in Compton in the show. And whenever they try to do some like, you know, shady stuff, <laughs> Jesus is like, Hey man, pops would not be in, be a, in approval of this. We need to do something else. <laughs> pops is not happy right now. <laughs> and then this one episode. Yeah. Pops pissed. This one episode, they go to a church because, like, I can't remember the exact storyline, but they got to, for whatever reason, they're going to go to church because they're going to pray or something. And they go in there, and he's, like, literally, he's literally Jesus Christ in the show. And people are like, this is the son of God. This is Jesus Christ. But then, obviously, people like Charlie Murphy's character <laughs> don't believe it. <laughs> so they go into the church, and the pastor's just like, you got to give me money. You, you can't make your rent. Well, you got to pay Jesus for that. It'll come back later. You know, that crazy, you know. Oh, yeah. 
swindling bullshit that those people do. And then like the black Jesus stood up and was like, man, that's some bullshit. Pops doesn't stand for this stuff. This guy's just taking your money. And then they like mocked him. I thought it was, I thought it was a pretty powerful scene just based on how fucking crazy religion is. But that show is amazing. I highly recommend anybody to watch black Jesus. It's fucking awesome. Hell made yes. by Aaron Magruder, the guy that made Boondocks. Oh, fuck yeah. No, I goddamn love yeah. Boondocks. I remember watching that as a, like, I, I don't know, probably like 12. And not, I mean, like, obviously yeah. I'm not really going to get it because, like, I didn't, like, it sucks being, like, suddenly aware of, like, the privilege that you didn't know you had and then being like, ah, oh, shit, like, I've kind of been an asshole. Like, whoops. <laughs> I think any white kid has that moment. Yeah, not. I mean, a lot of them don't, because you know, a lot of white people are shitty. No, I mean, oh, okay. <laughs> but like, I guess they should. I guess I should exactly. say they should have should. that moment. <laughs> yeah, like, like having that moment, I was like, oof, okay, like, but like watching the Boondocks like as a kid, like I'm not. I just thought it was funny, but it was good. But oh, it, I shows so good. Oh, it takes on so many crazy complex issues and makes light of these things that are so hard to talk about. Like just I think that show needs more attention. The boondocks black Jesus is great too. It addresses a lot of stuff. Black Jesus is super great boondocks because, because the uh, obviously they have the religious angle or whatever, and it's just making a mockery of religion, but boondocks just takes like almost any topic. And I just, I, I don't have that perspective. So it's hard to, I, I, it's hard to talk about it in a way that I, I can't say that I understand, but like the topics that they take on are so complicated. And prior to watching the show were kind of forward to me, you know, like the struggle of the black man and just black culture in general that I didn't really know about growing up. I thought it was really cool when they did um, like that, like the gangster rapper was like a gay guy. That was like really cool to me. (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah. See, I mean, I think that Aaron Magruder dude does, it is so good at communicating and being super accepting, but also making fun of so many. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like the, the dude's making fun of super hot button topics. Sorry, my phone's beeping. Super hot button topics, but also not being like an offensive asshole about them. Either. Oh, exactly. Well, because it was like uh, addressing like, and I don't know how a like better way to put it, but like from what I understand, there's like a present like situation of homophobia within the black community. So like they addressed it within the show with having this like super like masculine portrayed like gangster rapper that was like struggling with being gay because of like how it was like portrayed and i was like that's like a perspective i never would have like considered yeah and it's and and the cool thing about it is that it's presumably true how people i mean it's probably really naive of me but i kind of view that boondocks portrayal of some of the aspects of like that culture that i was never i didn't grow up around i feel like it it's part, at least partially true. Yeah, to some extent. No, it was just—it was really. I mean, I'm just some fucking yeah. dumbass white kid. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, no, it was—it was, it was one of those cool like things that I'd never like. I would have never knew or thought about, but seeing it portrayed in that way, I was like, "Oh, it's fucking cool." Which I think is really important to have that kind of media out there, to have because like like we were just discussing, like we wouldn't have been exposed to that raw. I mean, not really raw, but like that perspective without actually going about researching ourselves growing up. When growing up, we didn't have like access to the internet that people have these days. It should be a lot easier for people to be exposed to that perspective now. But when we were growing up, 
I think uh, for people that are in our 20s and 30s and stuff, we didn't really have access to see that side of society that exists and oh, yeah. needs to be addressed. Nowadays, obviously, you have Black Lives Matter movement. It's all there's evidence all over the fucking place and, and testimonials, and you can find uh, any number of people talking about this stuff. So people should be more aware of it than ever. But like the that medium, that animation was the way that I was. I got my first kind of glimpse into it. Besides, like we had a few a few people of color in my school growing up, but it was almost in- exclusively white. So I didn't know, I didn't know shit until I was maybe like twenties when I started being an adult. Oh yeah, no, same. It was like, yeah, it's just yeah. Boondocks taught me a lot, as weird as it is, but yeah, no, fuck. It's cool. It's amazing, like how much like people talk about how like oh you know our generation grew up with uh the like our tv as our babysitter but it's like yeah i also learned way more about life from the tv than I ever did in school like sure i learned fucking like useless regurgitatable facts in school but i never learned like anything about like different perspectives or or anything useful in that matter it was always like uh racism was bad but we fixed it it's like oh okay right yeah that's a horrible aspect of our education system, especially in Iowa and white white Iowa. And and I honestly think that people learn pretty well through analogies too. And obviously, a lot of children's programming and like young adult programming uses analogies to get more complicated messages across. And to be to, and for somebody to be watching that and actually take time to think about it, if one in ten kids actually thought about some of the messages that were coming through and some of the programming that we watched, that's a win for society. One hundred percent. Yeah, man. Like, have you seen, this is despicable. I don't know why it came up or like what, how I saw this, but I was just like streaming through Reddit. And I think it was like maybe a subreddit that was making fun of bigots or something, but apparently like the creators of of SpongeBob like confirmed he's gay and people are mad about it, which blows my fucking mind that anyone's even mad about that in the first place. But didn't everyone know like (laughs) since it came out? Yeah, it was real strange. Like also, I mean, to be fair, it's also like a really wild thing to be like, "Yeah, SpongeBob is gay." <laughs> like, <laughs> it's an asexual sponge. What the yeah, fuck? <laughs> it, it was definitely one of those moments where I was like, "I appreciate what you did, but also, actually, what the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, great. I hope people accept gay people more so if they think that SpongeBob is gay. But what? <laughs> yeah, no, it, it definitely was one of those moments where I was like, "All right, cool, uh, appreciate it," but um, wh- what? Uh, wh- 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 why? I don't even. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was. People are super mad. Is what's like insane to me. Yeah. People are like freaking out on this thread. It's like, holy shit, you guys care that much about like the pretend sexuality of a cartoon you're like that fragile of a human being that like Dude, good god <laughs> it's a fucking big deal when the cartoon sponge is a gay person a <laughs> gay sponge you know that's like just, oh that's, that's just fucking so scary dude that's it's terrifying just fucking anti-christian <laughs> god <laughs> teaching people how to drive and whatever other shit that they taught people <laughs> in SpongeBob, it's Don't the devil's crazy. work. Exactly. Like we're gonna have SpongeBob on our side, dude. In the end, fucking the Christians lost SpongeBob. That was a huge blow. Huge fucking blow, man. 
The next <laughs> next thing they know, the Pope's gonna come out as gay, and their whole thing's gonna collapse. Dude, that would be gay Pope would be wasn't, wait, wasn't amazing, that, wasn't but also weird. No, he's young Pope, not gay Pope. I think the young Pope was a gay Pope in that show, though. Oh, fuck I think yeah. per the trailer I watched. I can fuck with that. It's young gay Pope. It's, it's like. Yeah, the young the young gay pope, but then they like I think the whole thing was that they were like covering up that he was gay or something. I, I, you know, it's just all the terrible shit in the church. I think it was a uh, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, Jude Law or something. I don't know. I'm very, I'm I'm so shit with like names and like I as much as I'm like fascinated with fame and wanting to be famous, the fact that I don't know any actors or directors or people that are famous. Uh, it's ju- it just goes to show that I don't fucking have any business doing that shit. <laughs> I, yeah, I usually don't either, but somehow I got it right. It was Jules. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> he played Pope Pius the Thirteenth. Nice. Which I I don't know. I have such a disdain for religion. I don't even know if I'd want to watch that. It's just it's like, oh, cool, they're covering stuff up again they how they do in real life whatever you know what I <laughs> what's, what's new what's new real dope actually though what's that i watched fucking um uh oh shit i already forgot the name <laughs> no, it's fucking, um, oh my god the order jesus christ the order yeah it's the show about? about uh it's a, like a secret society of like like magicians i guess you would call them like they call themselves like witches i guess but like there's like men in it too so they're not like i guess men were also considered witches but anyway uh point is it's like this it's like a secret society and this like obviously it's like a it's it's basically like teen like trash tv but it's got like werewolves and like magic and drama, so I was like fucking into it. It's all pure alley. <laughs> oh, Netflix yeah, shows. They went hard this season. They just came out with a new season three days ago, and they they have like a bunch of part ones and twos. Yeah, I uh, I finished it. Like I started it the day that released, and I just finished it yesterday, and I was uh, kind of upset because. Is it bad? No, it's just like the ending of the season was like a giant fucking cliffhanger. Ugh. And I was like, oh my god, no, please. That's what that's honestly that's kind of why I like to watch shows after they've been out, like for a season. Like if I find out about a show, someone's like, dude, this show is fucking dope, man. And it's like still in this first season. Part of me is okay with just saying, All right, noted. I'll keep that in mind and I'll wait until next year or whenever uh it comes out with season two, and so I can just binge that motherfucker. I can watch season one and two and get caught up and have a good time that's where i was at is it was literally like i i watched season one i think i i watched it like and finished it back in like uh i probably probably like late april early may finished it and i was like like even season one had a big cliffhanger that i was pissed about but i was like excited for season (laughs) two and then season two has an even bigger one and i'm like you've got to be fucking kidding god damn and it's like five episodes just back like so it's part one and two part one or two part one or two part one or two yeah it's just five five part or there's five episodes each one being part one or two so then you you probably get a cliffhanger on probably every fucking episode yeah some of them like had a decent spot to like leave off but there definitely was points where I would, like 
I had to keep going. But like, there's definitely like, there's definitely like arcs within this season. To, like, but uh, the, oh, I like, I was just I was, like, furious is a strong word to use, but like, I was pretty fucking <laughs> angry. Because it's not Damn. just like a like story. I mean, it is a story thing, but it's like, it, it ended on like a major like. Probably one of the most ridiculous cliffhangers that I've been left on in a TV show in a while. Like, uh, I was upset. But I'm, I'm not saying don't watch the show to anyone out. Like, I, I highly recommend it. But, like, be prepared for a fucking cliffhanger. And it, if you're like me, it will make you upset. If you want to get pissed off at a show that is all right, watch The Order. Yes. Oh, yeah, it's, it's also <laughs> not, like, it for sure is, like, not some like masterpiece it's definitely like again it's like it's fucking teen drama <laughs> yeah that's definitely not my style <laughs> i i live for garbage i i try to i try to pick and choose what i watch I, we watched a show uh yesterday well part of the movie actually it's not a show it was watched part of a movie and it was called like the mockingbird or something on amazon and it was fucking bad, dude. I don't know why the Mockingbird, the Mockingbird, or some shit on Amazon. Amazon. I don't know. All all I know is that it was just about some kid, and it's like it's hard for me to like watch a movie that's like it's all about a kid. It's like I don't have a kid's perspective, man. And then it, it was just him talking to people for forty five minutes, and I was like, "Are you even into this, Kate?" And she's like, "No." Like who even who even recommended this dumb fucking movie to you? And she's like, oh, I saw a trailer for it when I was watching something else. It's like, oh god damn it. That's, That's the worst thing you can do because yeah. And it's like, oh I was watching this dude, the worst feeling in the fucking world, like it's not so much a thing anymore. But one of the worst feelings was uh back when you like still like when renting DVDs or movies in general was like a thing. Uh, one of my least favorite things that ever would out, and it happened to me frequently, especially because I'm a horror movie fan, so this happened all the time, is when I would watch, like, I would be getting ready to watch a movie, and then I would see a trailer for, the like, one of the movies that I, like, was about to pick. Like, yeah. And then that movie's trailer would be, like, dope as shit, and then I'd watch the movie that I did rent, and it would be shit. Okay, right? I should have fucking went with the other one. <laughs> Dude, and then, and then when they started dying out, they're like, "You can get five movies for the price of one." <laughs> you can and that, that problem was solved. Just, just rent five movies for fucking what a two dollars go, please. Give us money, holy shit. <laughs> but to be fair, close my. No, you go. Like, it's a, it's a like. Video rental stores for a while were like the ideal business. It's like, you spend what, I don't know, twenty bucks on a movie. Yeah, and then you can rent it out a billion times for fucking two dollars a pop, like. Until some asshole breaks it or whatever, because they're too yeah, dumb. Yeah, and then you just replace <laughs> it. Like... Little movie, right? You already got your money back. Yeah. What, like... What's crazy to me is that Tom McGrane's so fucking. <laughs> that's <laughs> so fucking OG though. Like, that's so cool. <laughs> He's the man. <laughs> On another podcast, I guess since we brought it up, probably shout it out. So oh, let's yeah. ruin our childhood. Tom and Alex, Tom McGrane and Alex Carter discuss movies, and it always cracks me up. Tom's like, "Yeah, I went to the video store, I <laughs> picked it up." Just the thought of somebody in 2020 going like perusing movies. No, it's <laughs> it's so cool though because he's like, he's fully adhering to the time that he wants to li- like the way that like 
I kind of just like. Enjoy oh, it's great. The, yeah, don't like, get me wrong. Like I enjoy my like. Fuck it. I'm gonna pretend like I still live in the '90s aesthetic. Tool's just like. Fuck mm-hmm. it. Like I enjoyed the time I... like doing these things. I'm going to continue doing them because it makes me happy. Like, it's such a fucking like. I I just I love that his idea like like or ideal is not his idea but like that ideal of just like nah like uh-huh. I'm gonna continue doing the shit that I want to do because this shit is dope. Yeah, I agree. I think he's like, I don't have any, I don't have internet. I just have a DVD oh, player too. and a Fuck. phone. <laughs> Man, fucking what a guy. Tolan Alex from fucking OGs. Love those guys. Definitely miss those guys. Really hoping I can oh, yeah. see them again soon. Yeah. Should we just end that on a little shout out? <laughs> yeah, probably. We were, shout out to Tolan Alex. Yeah, I think that's good. We made up for a little bit of time since we did sure. a little bit of a shorty. Exactly, shorty yeah. on the first one. So now we got a full yeah. hour and a half, and that went pretty. Yeah, that, was, that went really well. I'll try to have some more fun facts. Maybe they'll make that like a normal segment. For sure. Oh, and I forgot to do this the last time. Uh, make sure you're going over to punninggame.com where you can find other podcasts such as Who Gives a F, Not Worth the Time, and a handful of others. I've since uh, my whole spiel has left my brain, but I used to be able to rattle that off. With no fucking issues, but uh, that's run by Mr. Wade and Nate, Mr.'s rather, Wade uh, Wade and Nate Taylor over on punninggame.com. Uh, make sure you check out the Punning Game Teespring where you can find all sorts of dope Punning Game t-shirts. Uh, I know that Monster Jamboree is trying to get back up and there's going to be some uh, Hello Christy t-shirts. Or Hi Christy, not Hello Christy. Shows how much I've been fucking paying attention to my own podcast. <laughs> uh, there's going to be some Hi Christy. Uh, hopefully there's going to be uh, some sick-ass... Uh, empty parlor shirts once we get our uh, design and everything set up then we'll be able to get that on over there and we'll have a cool gear for you guys to wear and you know rep one of your new favorite underground podcasts because you know what's fucking cooler than like a podcast like in an underground podcast that only like a few hundred people listen to you can be a fucking podcast hipster that's a brand new thing that's like a new thing you can do that instead of being a music hipster and being like oh who's that band never heard of that band be like oh you've never listened to this podcast before like that's what you got to do like instead of being like oh it's not a popular podcast be like it's indie like you probably wouldn't get it <laughs> anyway we're cutting edge of cool podcasts exactly like you got to be like in the know to know about us we're kind of a big deal oh you listen to joe rogan experience mm, i listen to oh yeah you you, you plug the empty parlor on punninggame.com. Yeah. Uh, oh, you you use Joe Rogan on Spotify? Oh, 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 I see. I see how it is. It's okay. Yeah, don't be I, one I, of those fucking guys. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like Joe Rogan getting canceled was not something that I anticipated this year. What? He got canceled? Uh, not fully, but like definitely, like a like. I he, I think he definitely like lost a lot. Did you hear about the, his most recent thing? No. What did oh, he do? Yeah. Well, so uh, it's not necessarily him. I mean, it is, but it's like not directly him. Uh, so Joey Diaz was, I think it was like a 2013 podcast, like not recently, but it was a podcast where Joey Diaz told a story about where uh, he like was a show booker and he made a woman suck his dick to get on his show. Oh yeah, pretty fucking gross. <sighs> yeah, Joe, Joe is a pretty dirty guy. Yeah, and Joe laughed about it. Was the thing? Hmm. Yeah. So and Joe, he did not. Yeah, Joe did not push back at all. Yeah, Joe wasn't like, oh, dude, that's gross. Joe was like, ah, no, 
like, you know, his fucking, you know. You made a, you better suck your dick. It's not predatory at all. Yeah, he thought it was fucking hilarious. And people were like, uh, no, Joe, like, this ain't it, fam. I've thought that for a while, man. I thought that Joe's bad influence on people that don't do the research. I think he's a super funny guy, but uh, he pre-projects some pretty bad ideas into the world, man. Yeah, that one I was just like, ooh, Joe, like this is, this isn't, this, yeah. this ain't it, boy. Like, uh, I don't know about this <laughs> one. I th- honestly, the 2016 uh, zeitgeist kind of, I think fucked Joe Rogan's uh, podcast up pretty bad because he went from being a guy that's goofing around talking to experts about stuff to being a guy that allows crazy political fucking commentary onto his show and like is, I feel like a lot of college kids got radicalized by some of the yeah. shit that was on Joe Rogan Experience. It's not. I mean, I did for a little bit. I fucking, dude, I I legitimately questioned global warming after after listening to a Joe Rogan podcast because I was like blindly listening to his 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 person or his guest or whatever. Some dangerous stuff. When you have a huge following like that, the stuff that you say, even if it's a joke, can be taken pretty fucking seriously. Exactly. But whatever, I'm not going to moderate. I'm not going to say what he's doing is wrong or right. All I know is he probably should have said something yeah, <laughs> to, yeah, to manage so, that conversation. So yeah, uh, Joe Rogan is uh, on the ropes, and I think Joey Diaz is probably out. Man, they uh, Joey Diaz... Probably, if they were going to hit him now, why didn't they hit him before? But I guess that's probably what a lot of people are asking. Well, I mean, I don't think, like, I think back in, like, 2013, no one really, like, they can't, I guess, like, back then, that wasn't really, like, a, there wasn't a whole culture based around, like, calling people out, which, I mean, you can say what you want about whether or not cancel culture is real, but, like, Hmm. it definitely didn't exist back then. Yeah, no. It's interesting, like, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what my opinion is about the somebody saying something on a podcast and then that being taken out of like not out of context, but like being taken and used against them years and years and years later. Uh, I, f- I honestly feel like it should be a trend rather than one single isolated incident because people change. But you know what? I don't really know. And I know that Joey Diaz is, seems like he's kind of like a homophobic guy, but yeah, I, I don't know. He, maybe he's not. Maybe he is. I don't know. He uses the term cocksucker a lot, which is and pretty he's definitely not like a poly- he's not like, Yeah, he's not like, oh, I'm, I, you know, I was joking. Like, yeah, like, he's just, comedian. Yeah, exactly. Like, but even then, like, I think that if I, you know, got called out for some shit, like, that I said, there's definitely a way to be like, yeah, I fucked up. Like, you know, but also, like, that's, like, I don't know if it's because, like, if it was just a joke and he was joking about it or if he really did make someone suck his dick for stage time and people are like, hey, that's extremely fucked up. Like, If he did that, then he should be prosecuted. Yeah, like, that's exactly where fuck. people – Yeah, so it's like, nah, sorry, like, Joe and Joey, like, this is a, not really a joke. Either, like, either side. Yeah, it's like – it's like one of those things like somebody says they did something terrible and you just sit quietly about it it's like your quiet your silence is implicitly supporting that yeah whatever the fuck story you just told and and you laughing hysterically is not painting a great picture for you joe no like oh man that's a bad that's like bad news but you know what like i don't think joe supports that stuff at all i don't think he's that guy i'd really hope fuck that's rough yeah no but if joey diaz did that stuff god damn that's terrible that that's one of those things like joy diaz is a really funny fucking comedian but 
if you're going to be doing if they, he really did that then get him off the get him the fuck out of here yeah exactly. get him out. if like, you really if you really did that nope that's get the fuck out but reacting to it though that's like maybe maybe raise my eyebrows for sponsors and stuff but joe's not criminally liable here but definitely his influence should be maybe questioned by people but if people choose to go back and listen to him that's fine I don't know. I've always had the. I've always been cautionary about Joe Rogan ever since he fucking convinced me to buy brain pills and deny <laughs> science. Yeah, and his, like giving like platforms to like Jordan Peterson and like mm-hmm. them shits. It's always just like, all right, like, I, like I like listening, to, and then also to him being bros with fucking Crystalia, like. Yeah, that one is so heartbreaking to me, man. Because I I love Crystalia. He's one of my favorite comics, and then all of a sudden he's a huge creep. And it seems to be true. He's definitely a creep. Yeah, that's that's the grossest part. Is like, oh, did you, oh man, did you see the YouTube clip of him reacting to uh, the yes. Snapchat thing? Snapchat. Oh my. Yes, <laughs> he was chewing on that, dude. That was oh a fucking tough piece God. of steak to eat, that eat was for him, bro. So funny. Just his that eyes. was a couple of years ago too. Dude. Yeah. Oh my he god. He realized that he was fuck. He was it's like he was like peering into the future and going, "Yep, that seems about right." <laughs> oh yeah, dude. He, like you could just see the math in his head. He's like, "How long do I have before I'm fucked?" No kidding. Who knows? Who fucking knows about this? Ugh. I, I honestly I hope I hope dudes like Theo Vaughn and Andrew Santino and other guys like that that I think are really funny and cool don't didn't know about it and didn't support it and aren't involved in any of that scummy stuff. Cause yeah. man, I don't need to see more Andrew Santino in this role. He's, he's one of, one of my favorites. Oh my God. Did you watch Dickie? I hope or Dave, rather? Yeah. I've had this conversation with a few people. I was cool with it until like they started bringing up relationship stuff and I bailed because yeah, it got way too weirdly real. It was like, I, it was strange. Like, and also just seeing like, I don't know. Like, I really hope that, because like, as an like as a, like an aspiring artist, seeing how big of a dick Lil Dicky turned into, like with just like a little bit of fame, right? I was like, ah oh, man, I really hope that's not like how I come off, or like how I'm going to be, like, because like I understand so. that it's like obviously like everything's a bit hyperbolized for the point of TV, but like prioritizing like your career over like other people, like not that I like feel like i do that but it definitely is like one of those things where it's like yeah i definitely would like you know miss some you know possibly miss some important things if it meant that like i would have a good shot at like true fame and success like i'm like oh shit yeah it's highlighting some pieces I, in me that i don't know if i like honestly i think if i think if you have a huge opportunity opportunity like that depending on the event that you're going to be missing I think that your friends are going to be there in the end and this opportunity is fleeting. So seize the opportunity if that's what you want to do, but obviously be sensible about it. You got to communicate, over communicate with your friends, tell them what's going on. And if you're, at least you're doing that, then you're going to be okay. But if you just ghost your friends and fuck you, man, like 100%. you're, you're a dick, but if, you know, I think communication is key with relationships. And if you're, you're trying to become famous and you're trying to do some things in the world and move some stones around, then you got to prioritize some, some aspects of your career that might not otherwise be prioritized in a less fleeting environment because yeah. it's entertainment is so fucking fleeting. You got to seize your opportunity when you have it. If it's right in front of you, grab that shit, and choke it out. Well, that's yeah. kind of violent, but yeah, it was, it, like, even like there was a situation where like, so uh, my parents wanted me to come home for Christmas, which Burlington is like 
Well, it was not anymore, but it used to be like about a, you know, call it a three-hour drive. Yeah. And uh, I had a show on Christmas. I still went for Christmas, uh, but it was like I went and I only visited my family for like, <coughs> like uh, I'd say like I got there Christmas Eve and then I left at like three in the afternoon Christmas Day. I mean, we'd also spent like family, like full family Christmas on that the weekend like right before but it was like it sounds like you did the right thing yeah it was just it was one of those like awkward situations where it was like i only saw like a lot of my extended family for a little while but then like i had to be like sorry i have to leave i have to go do a show on christmas and it was like huh like interesting but it was also i I have no regrets that show was fucking fun i i had a lot of fun at that show yeah, I th- I think I think you're completely justified. It sounds like you spent plenty of time with your family. Like it's one one is the thought that counts, and then two, like I said before, like you have that opportunity to take that show, take that on, get your notoriety up, say go for it. True, true, true. Hear yeah, that, kid? <laughs> if you have an opportunity in front of you, seize that day. Carpe exactly. those DMs, bud. And with that, I think we should probably call it. Yeah. You want to try your, your spiel again since it's been about 10 minutes since yeah, you did last uh, time? Just to reiterate, make sure you go on over to punninggame.com where you can find such podcasts as Not Worth the Time, Fun Pun Gaming, and Who Gives a F. Uh, all of those are really good. Um, Who Gives a F is legitimately one of my favorite podcasts. Uh, Wade and Nate are fucking so, they're just hilarious people. and Super consistent yes, too. 100%. Like, solid, like, easily one of the top podcasts in the world right now. Super fucking... Like, not even trying to, you know, dick ride, but it's a fucking, it's a dope podcast. I check it out. Anyways, uh, thank you for all for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Later, guys. Peace.